Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, welcome to Zach's Tech Turf. And weekly download episode number 63, which is my weekly tech and PC gaming news series for those of you just joining us. If you don't know who I am or what Zach's Tech Turf is, I highly recommend you go check out my YouTube channel for a ton of tech and PC gaming content. I just uploaded a video where I took my Beast $1,100 gaming laptop from all the way back in 2010 and put it through the paces of some 2017 games. Gaming. Make sure you guys check out that video if you haven't already, but for now, let's get into it. Alright, so to start off the tech news this week, which by the way, this week is mostly tech news and barely any PC gaming news, another website has been found with underlying code that makes users mine cryptocurrencies for them. The website is Showtime, which probably gets hundreds of thousands of users per hour, and this is now the second website that we are hearing about this, as I just explained this in last week's episode with the Pirate Bay. Basically, as long as you have their webpage open, there's a piece of code that forces your CPU to mine cryptocurrencies for them until you close their web page. Now you might be asking yourself about the CPU based cryptocurrencies as we've lately been only seeing that GPU mining is profitable. That's still correct. CPU based mining doesn't earn that much money as a Ryzen 7 can only earn about a dollar a day. But when you have thousands and thousands of users mining all of that at the same time without knowing it, that's a lot of money. Since being discovered, Showtime has removed the code from their website and has yet to make a comment about it. I started off this week's news because this is getting kind of ridiculous ridiculous in my opinion. How many other websites do you think are out there that are abusing our hardware to make them cryptocurrencies? You guys gotta let me know what you think about this down in the comments section. Next up, Intel officially formally introduced their 8th generation Coffee Lake desktop CPUs this weekend, and as you would expect, they're doing everything they can to combat Ryzen. They announced all sorts of specs, speeds, and gaming results that I'll have linked down in the description, which is where I link everything I talk about by the way, but the one CPU I'm personally interested in is the 8700K. They announced that it will be a 6 core, 12 thread chip, and Intel even claimed it as the best gaming desktop processor ever. As you guys might know, Ryzen 7 released with all these cores and threads and amazing computing performance, but despite only having 4 cores and 4 threads, the Intel 7700K is still better for gaming. Intel has nailed down single core performance, and the 8700K follows suit and will likely beat out any Ryzen chip in terms of gaming. Moving on, the Atari box was just semi-revealed this week, and it actually looks like a pretty solid product. Just a couple months ago, Atari announced that they were getting back into the hardware business, and were working on something big. Well, here it is. The Atari box will cost between $250 and $300, and most importantly, it will be running an open Linux operating system, meaning that it will be able to do much more than just play old Atari games. The GM for the Atari box project stressed that this is a completely open project, and they want you to do whatever you want to do with 
the Atari box. They are set to launch a crowdfunding campaign over on Indiegogo this fall, and the box should be ready to ship out in the spring of 2018. As you guys might know, RAM prices of DDR4 memory have pretty much doubled over the last year, which is absolutely awful, but in lighter news, DDR5 is coming, as you would expect. A company called Rambus announced this week that they have the first ever functional DDR5 DIMM prototype. They also expect once DDR5 comes to consumer desktops, the base frequency will be around 4,800 MHz. This is only a bit faster than the higher speed DDR4 modules that we are seeing, however. They don't expect DDR5 to be really available until 2019, however, so hopefully these DDR4 prices go down before that. AMD Vega graphics cards can finally be configured in Crossfire with AMD's latest Crimson Relive driver, but good luck getting your hands on one of them at a good price, let alone two. Driver Edition 17.9.2 supports up to two-way multi-GPU support for the Vega cards, and even new games like Project Cars 2 will immediately take advantage of it. Just like with all multi-GPU setups, every game will utilize the graphics cards differently, and some games don't support multi-GPUs at all, so just be aware of that. While I'm talking about this, for all my new PC builders and gamers out there, if you're ever debating about two graphics cards or one for your new PC build, you almost always want to go with a single GPU. For example, if you're debating about getting either two 1060s or a single 1070, you almost always want to go with the 1070. I know that seems obvious for some, but I see that question asked a lot. And to wrap up the tech news, Intel has also announced this week that they've officially killed off their Project Alloy project and will not continue it. Project Alloy was a standalone VR head set that didn't have to be hooked up to a PC and it was completely powered on its own. Intel stated that they cancelled it for two reasons, a lack of consumer interest and a lack of power without a separate PC. Go figure. To start off the very short week of PC gaming news, I guess I gotta include all this PUBG and Fortnite drama, even though I personally really don't care about it. Basically, the people over at Player Unknown's Battlegrounds are upset about Fortnite's new 100-player battle royale mode, as it resembles the famous PUBG gameplay a bit too much. Turns out that they aren't quite upset with the similar gameplay as we originally thought, but the fact that Fortnite is being advertised comparing it specifically to PUBG is what they're mad at. I guess that makes sense, but like I said, I don't really care about about this kind of game developer drama, but I figured you guys wanted to hear about it anyway. And to wrap up the PC gaming news this week, a Half-Life mod called Caged is out now on Steam, and it's a free mod that's created by someone that actually used to work at Valve. It's dubbed as a short single-player episode, and the reviews are actually pretty high on Steam. You do, however, require a copy of Half-Life on your system, and the last time I checked, there weren't any warnings about that when I was looking at it, so just be aware of that. Have any of you guys tested this out? Let me know in the comment section. Well, that wraps up weekly download episode number 63. Big thanks again to all of you for listening to this week's episode. If you're looking for a new gaming PC chair and want to get a high quality product but at a budget price, check out my review of the OPC and use discount code ZTT to save yourself 10 bucks. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to catch me on social media over on Twitter or Instagram at ZaxTechTurf and have a great weekend. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.